Propaganda. I'm Valerie Green. And I'm Joy Mill. And today we are continuing our Coronavirus Spectacular series. <laughs> I thought you were just going to say Coronavirus uh, Spectacular. <laughs> yeah, the our series that we're doing, special coverage of um, the COVID-19 pandemic and how it's affecting our friends and local business owners. And um, today we are really lucky to have caught Chelsea Sanderson, um, operations manager for the Hi-Fi, and Josh Baker, who is... Um, a list of things that he Pick does. One. Owner, operator, hi-fi, owner of Do317, owner and president of MOKB, and owner founder of Holler on the Hill. Talent buyer. Talent buyer. Um, part-time janitor. <laughs> janitor. Um, <laughs> disinfector of things. That's like been a big focus here. I've seen all the signs, uh, been in your bathrooms, and you guys were preparing long we before. Didn't even get a, we didn't really get to use them, though, because we were... Those, were, those went up the first night that we had to cancel, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah we, we were ready, though. They're good-looking signs, guys. signs are great. They were yeah. great mm-hmm. signs. Yeah, they yeah, were. Yeah. Not a lot I was of impressed when I walked in. Yeah. Um, so, you guys, thank you so much for letting us come. We're down at the Hi-Fi, and we walked in. Josh was on a conference call with a lot of other Fountain Square, uh, some business owners and uh-huh. Fountain Square kind of neighborhood leaders. What What's going on? What's in everyone's head right now? Um, well, I mean, the call really just came about of just, you know, we're all, we're all in a unique position that we've not been in before, and it's uh, important to have each other to kind of lean on a little bit. Um, you know, like Jay from Pure and Lori from Margarita, Mike at Square Cat, um, and, and Todd and um, Craig that own the, the Murphy here. Um, really just kind of just almost more of a support network of, you know, when we when we go to work every day right now, well, when we quote unquote go to work um, from home, we're, you know, faced with all these challenges and things. And, you know, most of us are just kind of figuring them out on the fly like everybody else. Um, but having, you know, when you when you leave the workspace of all that pressure, then you go home or you check out and kind of you're in your home space for a moment. Uh, that's when the kind of the reality sets in. And, you know, so it's good to have have um, neighborhood folks to talk to. I mean, right now, Jay's, the, I think, the only one still open doing carry out. So we kind of made a commitment to everybody to support him. Over at um, Uh-huh. Yeah. And as long as he's able to be, um, because we, you know, we all understand that if one business can survive and get back up and running quickly, that's a catalyst to get other businesses back, um, moving. Um, and while we know there's a lot of, uh, support and, and out, you know, out, sorry, what's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, there's a lot of support coming we hope would be coming from like the, the federal government, state mm-hmm. government, and things like that. That's going to take a while. Mm-hmm. So we were really focused on neighborhood kind of group of, of what can we do right now? And maybe it's nothing, but at least we're kind of all communicating together to make sure that we're looking out for each other and that and it kind of extent, stops at the, the, the line of the square, you know, because let's us first. And then if we can get back up and running, we can go help a lot of other people, mm-hmm. but we can't do that until we get, get back up and running. So. So you guys are in, a, in an industry that is from all different facets affected by what's going on right now. You're in the entertainment business, music, festivals, events, um, as well as the bar business. Um, your entire industry is, you know, around bringing people together. Um, so what um, can kind of tell us about the current state of, of let's start with the hi-fi. What's 
Chelsea, this is your home and where you live. And what? how are you feeling? What's going on? What's the current well, state good, of affairs? It's great times. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is time for me to, for one, just slow down for a minute and just kind of reflect and, and just gather information like we talked about. It's, it's There's a lot of new things just coming out daily where we're all just absorbing it at one time. And, you know, there's a lot of other things outside Hi-Fi going on in people's lives. You know, I'm, I'm dealing with family members that are calling me every 10 minutes, you know, to make sure I'm okay. But um, just trying to balance between, you know, what can I be doing um, without just getting to a point where I'm just like information overload and I get to a point where I'm just like, I can't do anymore. I just like need refresh, to sit down. refresh, refresh, refresh. Yeah. It's getting um, like, so just uh, balancing between, you know, what can I be doing at home? What can I be doing for my family, for friends that I know are struggling currently? Cause I have tons of them. Um, I'm just trying to balance between what, what I can do right now and how I can prep for the future for hi-fi and beyond. So what kind of things are you um, research-wise? You, Josh has kind of uh, kind of separated you all out into task forces, if you will, and you're mm-hmm. on research and other people are um, on kind of the messaging and communication. Yep. How's that working out? Um, you know, it, like I said, it's just information as it comes in real time. Um, we're trying to gather everything for, you know, assistance programs for bartenders and what they can be doing. Um, just updates on the virus itself and having, you know, actual CDC websites and things that are reliable for people to get real-time updates for. Um, we're also working on, you know, finding things in the community that are available to people. Um, there's, you know, late payment waivers for cell phone carriers between AT&T all the way to Sprint and Verizon and beyond. There's IPL relief. You know, they won't shut your your power off until you know, April 15th or so, um, we're learning about all these things that not only affect our employees here at Hi-Fi, but everyone. Um, But all this stuff is, you know, information we want to give our employees first and foremost uh, and and have that readily available for them. That's kind of our mission with these, you know, small groups was, I guess we're maybe a little bit different than most, most companies. Like, you know, our immediate reaction wasn't like, we're closing the doors, we're laying everybody off. Right. You know, we, we're, we're, a, we're a pretty small team family, and we're like, I made the commitment to them that, like, I will go as long as I can go. I need your help. Um, and I, so I, I like that aspect of it. It's, it's nice for me, too, to know that my team is now out all working on the same mission. Um, and so by segmenting that off, it kind of gives us real focus on, instead of somebody forwarding something in a hundred times throughout the day. And then it's so hard for everyone to digest. We really kind of like built these teams around, okay, you're the funnel for information for employees. You're the funnel for information on artists. You're the marketing voice. You're the communications team. So, and we all kind of are, this just, we just did this today. We kind of started it last week, but we just, you know, kind of formalized it, you know, around one o'clock today. Um, and I've already checked in with most of the teams and it's really good to see the progress that we're making individually without needing someone to be, standing over them so that's good good uh something that really makes me feel good in our team that we've got really strong strong leadership so um hopefully i think that most of the team the feedback that i've got is everybody likes that mentality that at least there's they're we're transparent with things and they see the visibility and they know what's coming so um we don't really have any big big wins yet but that's yeah it's day by day at this point so you guys have been able to retain most of your staff yeah i think just we had one one person that we 
he laid off on Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, that was, uh, that was it. So, um, and, and it was, um, more of a seasonal position. Um, but for our, our core group of, um, team that's been here with us and, you know, helped us build the club and, you know, sound, you know, West and all those guys, like we're, we're, we're staying strong for them right now. Um, I think everybody, we, we were pretty upfront. We don't know how long we can go like that, but um, we're going to keep keep trying. So um, I, I'm, I'm confident about about our ability to get through it. It's just going to take a lot of a lot of hard work and support. And and speaking of that, what are you are you in the midst of reschedules? And I mean, how many shows did you guys have yeah. booked out? And how are you managing? That's been probably that? the hardest part. Is mm-hmm. um, I mean, I'll kick it off, flashback to Thursday. Um, we had three shows last Thursday. Drive-By Truckers at the Vogue, Jay Roddy here, Matson 2 upstairs in the Lo-Fi. And that, I mean, I, w- I went to bed going, tomorrow is the day the dominoes are going to fall. Like, I kind of, I've been following it and watching it, and I was like, all right, kind of pre- try to prepare myself mentally for it. So when I came in, I got most of the things done that I needed to get in the office and was still kind of waiting and waiting and we hadn't heard word yet so we were like told fans you know we're not stopping drive-by trucker shows on the band's here they want to play we're going to roll oh, oh, if you can remember here. back if you remember back to thursday what that yeah. day was like if that was the kind of like the real certain states were doing certain things mm-hmm. and certain some All weren't and you were recommended to do this but you weren't really forced to do it and so we we're like until somebody tells us to stop you know the fan can make the decision if they want to come or not um, but the band is here, an obligation to the band, an obligation to the, the fans that bought tickets that we're going to produce the show until we're told not to. And so I drove to, I drove to Broad Ripple, um, parked my truck, band is sound checking. I walk in the back door, and as I'm walking in the back door, the governor's uh, alert goes off on my phone. Mm. 30 seconds later, I was in front of the tour manager saying, hey, nice to meet you. Hey, we're, we have to cancel the show. Uh, and that was, that was the minute that everything started. Um, you know, and that was, and that, that, that instantly set in place the motions of the last, what day is it? <laughs> we were trying to figure that out. We got Tuesday. St. Patrick's, Patrick's Day. Patrick's Day. And we all, really we all forgot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Y'all didn't wear green. But. Yeah, yeah. I think so. So that's yeah, Thursday, yeah. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. So that's five days ago. Yeah. I mean, so that feels like go. one entire day. To me, it does. Um, because when we got that, when that happened, I was on the phone 30 seconds later with the agent. Can we reschedule? All right, here's your dates. Okay, boom. So they put that phone down, cancellation. Yeah. Hold on, I'll be back to you in a minute. Yeah. You know, boom, what dates do you have? And it was just like that for like 15, 20 minutes until I could at least get drive-by truckers moved to the, to the new date and get it reannounced before, I mean, we're an hour before doors. So, you know, people driving in from Cincinnati and, oh you know, it's gosh. like, I mean, I, I know that fans don't think that we think about those things, but we do. Mm-hmm. Like, we're like, we're hustling as fast as we can to like get this stuff done and in the moment. Like, I feel like that we crush it in the moment, like crisis management, like type stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. we're really good at, you, you just don't, but nobody ever really sees that because you just see the other side of, mm-hmm. oh, the show got announced or it got rescheduled. But mm-hmm. There was two hours of work that went into that, you know. So that set in place the, the, the motions. Uh, that was, what, 5 o'clock on Thursday. I was back here with Jay Roddy by 7 o'clock canceling yeah. the hi-fi show. Yeah, I mean, for our um, hi-fi show, we had, a you know, 45 minutes notice before doors. Oh, my God. Where we, we could barely even get the email out, and I feel yeah. bad for the fans that didn't. It was just like oh. there's so many things happening at the time. It was like, we're like, okay. M- meanwhile, my inbox, I've already got 15, 20 cancellations piled up. So my priority was... Get the truckers done. Get Jay Roddy taken care of. 
and then we had an impromptu meeting with our staff immediately. Mm -hmm. So we had a, because everybody was here for the show, we mm -hmm. were already ready to go, you know, so we had a team meeting right then. Um, pretty short and sweet, really. And it was just like, this is going to suck, but we're going to do it and we're going to get through it. So, so fast forward to now, five days later, we've, um, I don't even know what total we're at. I think we've rescheduled, it's got to say we've rescheduled at least 50 shows. Oh um, my gosh. I we can't like, we lost, even imagine. We lost ten, about 10. But that's my job is like, all right, that's becomes a puzzle of, it's not just Indianapolis, it's it's the whole tour. So it was, yeah. well, what's Seattle got available now? What's Chicago got? And what's mm -hmm. Omaha got? And Cincinnati's booked up in this time frame, so they got to reroute. And like, so, I mean, the person I feel bad for is the, you know, the agent, the booking agent that's routing this thing because, man, all the different restrictions in different states and, you know, Ohio's shut down, but Indiana's not. Well, we're not going to go do that leg of the tour because three dates were in Ohio. Mm -hmm. We're not going to go miss three dates to go play one date. So that show might have been in June. Mm -hmm. And we just happened to be the end of it in June. So that tour's canceled. Mm -hmm. So it's far beyond just the dates in front of us. Um, and it is like a big jigsaw puzzle. It's kind of fun at the same time. It's, I mean, it does suuck, but it's like the adrenaline is so... <laughs> Chelsea's shaking her head. No, this is not... Whatever, we can't do any of it. <laughs> Like, I didn't sleep for two days. I can't imagine that it would be fun for me to do. But. Well, I mean, you got to kind of make it fun because it's just like in the moment, like we've all been around it's when the challenge. show's canceled, a normal show. You're like, yeah. oh my god, I can't believe it. We got to go do this thing. That's like we're, we're multiply times that. sixty. Yeah. Yeah. You're we're like, used to that you're just like, okay, wait, blinders off, let's go. Right. You know, two Your phones brain's going. Fully engaged, yep. and you're yeah. I'm just like, I'm not even thinking. But the, the thing out of it. It's hard uh, for me though. We, I couldn't even think about. Small business loans, grants, yeah. like what, how she was feeling at the time, how Wes was feeling. I didn't, I couldn't even think like that because mm -hmm. it was going so fast. I would, I would get through my inbox and would get, you know, I would knock out five or six shows, run to the restroom, five more. Mm -hmm. And I only have like a few seconds to get my avails back out to be the one that gets rescheduled versus the guy that's going to wait two days to get his avails back in. Well, half the tour is going to be booked already. Sorry, dude. So like, it's like that fast. Yeah. So that was like something that like, if we're gonna lose all this business for these two months or whatever, this is how long this is gonna be. I wanna know that it's gonna be there four months from now, mm -hmm. you know, so. Well, and that's the thing for you guys who are so pro and book out so far, it's way rougher on you because you have so much already set up and you have your ducks in a row. Whereas the guy that books a few weeks out, mm -hmm. you know, it's kind of like not so much. But if you have such a, an infrastructure built of like your business and what mm -hmm. you're doing and it's completely event based and tour based, musician based, all of these things that are directly so, so hardly impacted by all of this. It's just got to be just wheels spinning right now. How are you? How are you figuring out how to reschedule things? Like you're you're looking at least four months out or three months or what's your? Well, we already had a you know pretty insane June scheduled before this, so June filled up right away. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think this will be the first month we have a show every day of the month, every single day of the month in June, and it'll probably gonna end up every single day of the month in June, July, and August at least, and then that's a whole other conversation. Right. So what happens when this passes? And we have this in, in, insane event and concert schedule. And, you know, m maybe people aren't really in the, the mode or ha mm -hmm. have the means to spend 
the discretionary funds on a concert? Yeah. Then what do we do? And then the importance of relaying what we are doing, you know, mm-hmm. to combat. But we can't think about that right mm-hmm. now. I mean, I think it's, yeah. we're all strong, especially the neighborhood and the city. And while it's scary right now, I think we're all confident in the fact that it's going to pass. And that it's just the amount of time that it takes to pass and how, how, how much are we impacted personally or as a business during that time frame is going to determine kind of how strong we come out of this. Um, from a rescheduling standpoint, you know, it was a really, when I say that it was fun, I mean that it was like, it was a unique position to be in because it was a, an agent promoter bonding, day of bonding, two or three days of bonding in, in, in the, in the agent promoter world, you know, there's always the like, you know, we're all buds, right? Cause they're, they're sending us shows. So they want to work with us. Right. But it's the negotiation and it's the, you know, we have to follow these protocols and, you know, and that, that was a day when we were all like, we are all in this together. We're figuring it out. We're flying hundred miles an hour. Like I said, for those guys, like do that times 40 artists and, you know, tours and, mm-hmm. and internationally even too, you know, it's nuts. Um, but just having those kind of pep talks with each other, like hang in there, I got you. And, you know, it was just, I don't know, it was, it was cool. And it was, it was nice to like every one of them. I'm like, yes, yes. Yeah. Like every time we get one rescheduled. So I was like, tally marks, what's next. All right, what's next. And so, I mean, we're still doing that. I mean, yeah. I just did five more since I got here tonight, you know, probably be five more in my box when I leave. Um, and that, and we'll feel that for a little bit. Now I think we're pretty far through our, our hard part. Um, of that, you know, I hate losing the Jade Bird show, losing the jukebox, the ghost, you know, bands that like we've got a long history doing, doing stuff with that we've, you know, fought to get those tours. But in the grand scheme of things, um, I, th- I think it's if it's if we lose a couple of dates and everything gets better, then, you know, we'll get them back. We'll get them back one day. Um, I think that's a good place for me just to make a note from a fan perspective. You know, uh, we, we've always tried to make sure that people get a, a, a higher level of customer service here than they might get at a normal just you know rock and roll club um and so we want people to know that you know when you're buying tickets right now you should buy knowing that if something happens to that show and it gets canceled then we're going to refund your money and we've already done that on all 10 shows um so there's a lot of festivals and things like that out there that aren't doing that um, and that causes a little bit of fear in the eyes of a ticket buyers, uh, and, and makes them a little, little less likely to buy. Um, but for us and, you know, if people want to, you know, support us and, and keep buying the tickets and just know that we got your back. If it gets canceled, we're going to give you your money back. Um, but we can't have everything just stop, right? If we're going to keep going and keep booking these shows, we announced two shows today. Uh, we just got, t- we, we probably probably wasn't the best time, but at the same time, we're like, we're just sick of seeing all the negativity like the, here's two more shows to look forward to and this is over so that's kind of the approach that we're trying to take right now because it keeps our head in that looking forward space and not in the right now um which if you just sit around it's just going to drag you down you know so um so during this time obviously in, in the upcoming weeks and months um what's the best way for um people who normally come to hi-fi to support you guys um currently you guys are a huge part of the local yeah. music scene um i know a lot of people are wondering like how yeah what can they do you know um i mean i would say right now the biggest thing you can do is we have other avenues of revenue you know you know we sell merchandise this is a great time for the shirt you've been eyeing for a month 
there you know there are other options and not just for our business you know for a variety of others in the neighborhood um where you can support us in, in various ways outside of just coming to shows um we have a donate page on our site and like we're like again i, I like to address this because it's kind of a weird thing of like we don't ever want to be the you know we're business right and we're here you know to to as a for-profit company and that's always a weird thing and we don't like handouts we don't like to ask for things for people um and we especially don't like asking for things from people in a time when everybody's in a bad spot um but we did get urged by some of our some fans you know got a ton of nice notes out of the gate just random notes which for us like that's cool like it's just good to see like a we're thinking about you kind of thing you know um but we did put up a little donate thing, and then next to it, it's you can buy a gift card. You can, um, I'm drawing a blank. Oh, buy merchandise. Yeah. Yeah. You can buy you can buy merchandise. Um, We've also, you know, if, if there's a show that's rescheduled, you know, maybe you'd decide not to ask for that refund, knowing it goes towards a good cause of supporting the venue and the staff that's here. So we can be here for you in the three months where maybe there's a show in November that you want to come to. Yeah, we haven't quite figured out logistics around that yet, but mm -hmm. that's, you know, those are just kind of, we sit around, and, you know, and during the day and think of, okay, well, what are all the things we can do? You know, that's why I wanted to do this down here because you know, we were kind of missing just being in the club. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like, I told Chelsea, I walked in, I'm like, this feels so weird. It's like the hi-fi is angry. There's not yeah. been any music. It's like on the edge. <laughs> it's like literally uh, set up, ready to go. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's like ready to go. Yeah. Um, but that's mlkbpresents.com slash donate. Some stuff on there. And if you can't, then just send a nice note. I mean, any money we raise from that just goes to our staff to keep, it goes straight back to the team to, to keep them rolling in the downtime. Um, and we, we appreciate all that. We're going to start sending some thank you notes out so far to people that have been nice to nice enough to drop a few bucks in tons of merch sales, which is great. As soon as we awesome. announced that, you know, what do you like, guys have as far as merch? Just t-shirts, hoodies. We've got hi-fi, MOKB, tons of holler merch. Um, and that's easy for us to come in and pack up an order and ship it out without, you know, and then I don't feel like we're asking for something. You're getting something in return. Mm -hmm. um, and we're going to keep, racking our brains for ideas and things over the next few um, few weeks that we can keep doing to to generate some kind of info uh, income um, you know it's a to have that full concert calendar there one day and then the next day to look at it and it's just not there anymore it's kind of surreal mm -hmm. um, like your Google calendar is just gone I mean I booked half of those shows six months ago yeah, yeah. you know like I, that, that was work I did six months ago we've been work marketing them for mm -hmm. three months and planning out for mm -hmm. the next six months yeah and we spent we, we spent marketing dollars on all of those shows that mm -hmm. we'll never see again because you know show gets canceled you reschedule it I mean that's that's the win hopefully we can you know keep the ticket buyers in place so that they can carry over to the new show but it's just it's such a it's, it's such a logistical business and and it's and it's very non-traditional and in, in how it works mm -hmm. um and so there's just little little things that really like um if one thing kind of goes awry the whole thing kind of kind of falls off for a minute and so there are a lot of moving parts in yeah. what you guys do and so much coordination effort so many people involved i mean you're talking about you and your staff and the bands and the tours and the agents and the agents tour thinking managers. about yeah the mm -hmm. tour managers the musicians the roadies the people driving the Piano bus tuners, I mean, like I mean it's the whole it's the whole thing yeah and all of those people have friends and family that are losing jobs and you know they're out of a job and yeah I mean the ripple effect like you know we were talking about with Jesse yeah. is just unknown right now for sure. And, and I mean, well, the thing that we do know is that it's pretty much everyone. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's, you know, 
Does that make you any any comfort in that? Some twisted that everyone's comfort. In it. I don't think there's together. any comfort in that, but like yeah. I think there's a little bit more of like camaraderie a camaraderie, common bond yeah. amongst us of going like. Yeah. It's a shared sadness. <laughs> yeah, shared, shared sadness. I like yeah. that. That's good. It's um, our new slogan. It's a shared <laughs> sadness. But I think we try to all stay as positive as we can, mm-hmm. you know, and we're we're really focused on getting back up and running because as soon as we can get back up and running, we can take a buck from every ticket or two bucks from every ticket or donate some bar proceeds to our neighbors or whatever organization needs things. I mean, we're going to be supporting people for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the thing that really sucks is I work, I've been working the last eight months on Holler on the Hill lineup and I'm sitting on it ready to announce it. I was going to announce it like this earlier or last week. Yeah. I was going to ask what's, what's going on. And I just had to pause it, you know, yeah. um, what was the original date for that event? It's in September. September. Still same date, okay. September 18 through 20. But, you know, and then we don't we want to be sensitive. I'm just like, well, shit, I got to get this thing live. You know, mm-hmm. we need something for people to rally around when this is all said and done, to you know, and maybe they don't buy a ticket now, but that's OK. Um, I think that we've got a, a the best lineup that we've ever put together for that festival. And I'm so proud, I'm super proud of it. I'm not letting it get away. Mm-hmm. Um, so we might just announce it um, in the next week or so. Get it live. We've got um, rolling out some. Uh, payment plan options on the tickets through our new ticketing partner this year. So you can pay them in four installments over the course oh, of the next um, time frame. And, and I think it really will be a good fingers crossed. This, this all kind of passes by that time frame and people kind of back to work and ready to do something. Mm-hmm. You know, if you were planning on going to Coachella or Lala or any of these other festivals mm-hmm. that got canceled, you're probably not going now. You know, you're probably not going to travel. You know, you're probably going to be a little bit tighter on your, on your spend. And, you know, we hope that people that want to get out and support something come out and support Holler and make that their, mm-hmm. you know, kind of end of summer um, type festival experience and, and come hang with us because that will be another way that would support us and support, you know, all the different. Um, I think I forget what we employ for that, like, like 60, 70 bartenders. Plus all the local <clears throat> artists. That yeah. We and so like that'll be a great way for us to go. Oh, I'm going to hire 60 people for this thing, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In, a, in a time when they probably need it. Um, so. Yeah, Finger, fingers crossed that we can, you know, w- try to not be insensitive to what's happening right now. And here's this boom, here's this new thing. But I don't know. It'd be, it feels like it's a way to break up the. All of the, the I mean, people are so jaded by all of these announcements, like coronavirus announcements mm-hmm. and closings and cancellations. It's like, I don't know how many of you guys get in your, I mean, well, I mean, not I, you, but just yeah. from like you know, stores that I've shopped at or, you know, insurance company, everyone is just sending their own, this yeah. is our response. And so people are it's just, oh, it's jaded a lot of, to the cancellations. It's a lot of overcoverage. Like, I get yeah. that it's, it's important. It's yeah. a serious thing. But it's just like, you know, how many stories can we say about this, yeah. right? You know, like, the real, the real story is, you know, it needs to be turned from the negativity of what's happening to the negativity of the impact on the businesses mm-hmm. and how they can spin that into a, a positive light for mm-hmm. them, you know tell success stories, tell wins, you know, I don't want to downplay any coverage of this, but it's overcovered. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, to the point of where that, that is a big chunk of the fear. I think, uh, that's my own personal opinion. Uh, just dealing with, uh, friends and family that, you know, if you sit there and watch something all day that says it's bad, when you go to bed, you're going to think it's bad. When you, when you have a nightmare, it's going to be bad. Mm-hmm. Like there's just nothing good. So mm-hmm. watch some puppies playing or something, you know, or like watch some weird cat videos online or something. Just Hi, do something, dog. right? Chelsea and I were talking. My dog's annoyed with Listen, me. Chelsea's is happy. Is that. Happy as he's Turn your notifications right on your phone off. Yeah. If something 
bad happens, you're probably going to see it on TV or eight friends are going to call you and say, did you see it? Mm -hmm. I'll be like, no, I didn't see it. What's happening? Because I don't want to look at it right now because I'm trying to trying to book a schedule for uh, October right now of a bunch of bands I want to see. So that's my position. Um, How are you managing your mental health, Chelsea? My mental health. <laughs> yeah. um, what are you doing? Oh, we so were, she's crazy. We, <laughs> yeah. we had a conversation um, before we started. In a lot of different ways. Like knows. right now I'm drinking a great, nice Oktoberfest Sun King beer. Um, <laughs> when I go home, I partake in other things that I cannot discuss. Um, <laughs> uh, it's, it's a lot of, you know, I'm, I'm very much an outdoorsy person and just in Herbal general. meditation. I, yes, it's a great term. Totally. Um, but for me, you know, I, my meditations have always just been going out and on a hike with my dog or, you know, just, just talking to people that I don't normally have the time due to the nature of the job to, to sit and be like, how are you doing? You know, just checking in with a lot of my friends I grew up with in Michigan and beyond and just seeing how they're doing right now without even talking about this whole issue has been really just an eye-opener of like man I I don't check in enough with my family I don't check in enough with my friends and there's more things going on than just this virus and and how it's affecting them and just kind of reeling myself in to realize like how much I already isolate myself mm -hmm. um you know outside of this industry um so yeah I just I'm coming to terms with a lot of like just life balance um and it's it's really been kind of an eye-opener on the things that I've I haven't been doing, you know, in this in all this time where no, normal operations have been our our game. It feels like that break between Christmas and New Year's. Yeah, where everyone's like doesn't know what day it is. Yeah, there's no kids. <laughs> there's no kids in school, and it's just yeah. like just I don't want to say time. it's a vacation, but you're yeah. just like, like what time is it? Can what, I drink yeah, a beer? Yeah. Like <laughs> what mm -hmm. day is it? Is it October? We don't know. It, it does feel very much in limbo. Yeah. Uncharted territory. Post-apocalyptic vibes. It's weird for me, like coming back from work today and seeing every restaurant parking lot empty, mm -hmm. gas stations pretty much empty. You think about okay, gas is down to a dollar eighty-eight, isn't it? A dollar seventy-two. Dollar seventy-two in Greenfield. In Greenfield. <laughs> yeah. Nobody's there because no one's driving places. Yeah, right. So it's just kind of like bizarro world driving i there i found a parking spot right in front of hi-fi tonight <laughs> never happened um, before no Both of us. <laughs> that was that was weird and surreal um well i mean I the same thing you know i walked out you know midday yesterday just for a, a, a refresh and i was i wanted to make it a point to go try and go into any business that was open i just lived down the street so mm -hmm. calvin fletcher and you know tried to just go get a cup of coffee and support and um, I ran into like three or four business owners that were also just out kind of looking days, walking around. And just we just looked around us. Mm -hmm. There was no cars. And the sky was Such gray. And it was just like this weird feeling. And we were all kind of like, man, this feels weird. And I'm just like, like, wait a minute, snap out of it. Yeah. Don't let that, like, don't let that. Lull like, you you're, in. We're outside. We're fine. We're, we're happy. We're not happy. We're healthy. We're, you know, um, I think we use this as like a catalyst to fuel, you know, uh, fuel the fight, right? Like you got to take that and, and turn it back into into something that can kind of power you. Mm -hmm. um, also known as tackling fuel. You know, I just wanted to get that in there. Okay. <laughs> well, another thing that. that we were talking about is you guys are in a creative industry. You deal with a lot of creative people and musicians and um, yourselves and innovation. Um, 
one thing we just talked with Eddie, Sam and Jesse about is how are people kind of pivoting and being creative and putting their heads together to kind of restructure their business model? You know, for instance, Eddie Sam is um, putting in place restructuring to basically make a marketplace rather than a restaurant. You can come in or you can come and shop as a grocery store by ready to eat meals without having to be in contact with anyone. Um, Jesse's talking about his Sunday show, um, which is a, a free comedy show that they do every Sunday. The comics perform, they get paid. Um, they do a virtual comedy show on Sundays for like a telethon type of thing where you can, you know, pay the entertainers. So just a couple, like I'm really interested to see what creativity this kind of breeds and what innovation comes out of people having to like, you know, really figure out how to, to move their business model. Do you guys have anything that's that you're angle. thinking yeah, about or unique observation? Um, we've, we've got a lot of stuff that we're thinking about doing. Um, we're just kind of trying to weigh the options of like, you know, I think that, you know, like Fourth Sunday, um, is already working on a artist live stream from home, mm -hmm. uh, program. I think MFT may be involved in that. Um, yeah, don't I've quote me that. on that. Some, something's happening there. And so, I think those organizations are well equipped to do that and should do that. Um, and if they're doing that, then that's not something that we would probably do. We might do some live streaming things. It might be a different angle, but um, I, I, don't, I don't really know yet. We've got a, a, a list of things in front of us, but, but again, like we've not really had time to. Yeah, today was the first really... day we could actually just go, okay, let's think about this. Let's assess, it, assess the situation um, and let's start formulating a plan, um, not just for now, but for when we come back. I mean, that's a whole whole nother thing that we've got to really be prepared for um yeah sure coming you, back but to have a team that can yeah. run however many shows we're going to do 60 shows in a row yeah i mean my we, can't, we can't lay everybody off and then come back with you know we have a highly skilled team right. of people that are, are really good at what they do and, and know this room and i've got to, that first show that comes back i got to produce the same way that we did mm -hmm. when we when we stopped mm -hmm. uh, so it can't be like i can't just grab somebody off the street and say oh you're running sound or, no it's gonna be balls uh, yeah. to the wall so when it comes back that's a whole nother uh, planning planning piece that we've got to really focus mm -hmm. on um yeah i mean my normal operations are scheduling staff for 20 shows a month i'd say on average you know and now to to go through this where we're, we're dark for a certain amount of days where everything is in flux of changing and then you know to have a date where okay this could possibly be happening we've got shows every day in june to, to make sure we have the staff available and ready and that they're committed to be here and they're not you know already looking for other jobs because of what has happened um that's that's going to be my next endeavor of just making sure that we're we're ready when things happen and that our staff is informed and, and know how to kind of slowly roll this out so that it doesn't have any more additional spikes that's a concern because mm -hmm. um, the minute that we all come back into this we're all going to be cabin fevered and everyone's going to be wanting to get out in any capacity so for for us it's very important that we continue to have this model of you know having these signage templates up that you see here and and what we're doing as a staff um, to contain this and, and mitigate us having responsibilities for it in the future for spikage um, so, Josh, uh, we came in and you were on a call. Um, have you met with any community leaders about kind of what's what's next or what's... Yeah, I mean, we've, we've met with, um, I wouldn't say met, we've interacted or spoke with mm -hmm. um, multiple community leaders. Um, I'd say kind of hats off to the chamber for, uh, I mean, f 
this happened on Thursday at five. Friday morning, there was an emergency chamber meeting here. They used the Hi-Fi as the home and really? brought in some of their team and some other local businesses. And we had a quick like assessment of what the immediate problems were. And that's kind of and and then they took the lead to act on a kind of a portal to help small business um, uh, owners in in this time. And and they did exactly what they said they would do. They had it up in a couple of days and. Um, you know, kind of a very narrow focus education to start. And then as things start developing, be able to kind of kind of roll that out with more assistance um, or just access to assistance for people. Um, so I thought that was that was pretty incredible to me to, you know, for that that message to go out at seven or eight o'clock that night once we all kind of realized what was happening and then to have all those people come together. I mean, there's probably 15, 20 people here at, you know, 10 o'clock the next morning. And they brought food in for the staff and everything, which is cool. And um and you know, I'm constantly in interaction with different um, different groups within the industry. Um, mayor's office has been very uh, very responsive to questions and things like that, um, and I think is doing a really good job. I think we got to remember that like there's no real blueprint for this. I mean, outside of you know similar type situations that were in a time where there wasn't as much access to internet and media and things like that. Um, and I think that it's, a it's, it's something new for this day and age right now. Mm -hmm. And so everyone's just still kind of figuring out what do I do? How does it work? You know, are these facts, are these mm -hmm. real, are these not? Um, but I think for the most part, like the response locally at the county level and at the state level has been, been pretty strong. That's good. Um, good to hear. Mm -hmm. So that's my, that's my, my take on yeah. it. I mean, it seems like we're reliant mostly on state and local levels right now, mm -hmm. based on what I've been seeing in the news. Um, and that's a great thing. Um, and there's so many resources where you can reach out to your representatives and tell them what you need. And and that's kind of the first things when I just was like at home, like, what do I do? Like, well, I can reach out to our senators and Congress members and tell them like we need relief packages for this certain thing and just speak on my behalf you know mm -hmm. and others that work for us um, so if you're at home and you don't know what to do you know that's that's the first thing you that can is do. a huge thing mm -hmm. that yeah. people don't consider that we're not enough. normally in that yeah yeah we don't think about that kind of stuff in a, a normal day-to-day -day situation um, but but now you know now, now's the time and they actually listen like I I'm on the US Green Building Council um, I'm a member and then I'm also on was on their conference marketing committee, um, which was recently canceled. But we actually went down for a, a day at the state house and lobbied um, during while um, our legislation was in session. It just ended. Unfortunately, you could have gone down and talked to them, um, but they spoke with them in person. You can write down a message and they'll come out. I spoke to a couple of ones from different um, districts, but they they do listen, and the more people constituents that they hear from on a particular subject, they they really do hear that, and it makes a difference. If they are hearing a large majority of their constituents saying what they need and what they want, it really makes a difference because they're representative. They know that. I'm not saying they're all good. I'm not saying, you know, uh, we've got some real fuck ups, you know, in in the in representing us and that is to our you know we voted them in but um absolutely we all have some extra time on our hands we all maybe not you guys but <laughs> some of the people out there who are at home and trying to quarantine as much as they can take the time 
to reach out to your your representatives and maybe we can even post some of that mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. the restaurant industry i i was talking to chelsea i wish that we had statistics on how many people are these closures affecting i mean we're talking musicians we're talking we'll have bar, restaurant bartenders food workers yep. tourism ho- hotels how are mm-hmm. you know what's going to happen there gas stations people are traveling and traveling that's, less, yeah, and that's you the know? kind of data that those representatives are getting in real time right mm-hmm. now yeah, USBG will have have the bartenders. I know Visit Indies working on hotels and and mm-hmm. tourism impact and how that affects downtown bartenders and and servers and barbacks and things like that. Mm-hmm. So all the all that data is like being processed right now. Yeah. Um, again, it's a week old, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, and we're asking people to fill out surveys that can't even stop to, mm-hmm. you know, they don't have any daycare for their kids so they can get to work to get to mm-hmm. the thing, and they're not even working right now in their office, and yeah. it's just chaos. Um, <laughs> So I think it'll, I don't know how much data is really going to matter at this point to go, oh, it's really bad. I'm curious. Yeah, it's really bad. Yeah, if you can, if you can spare some time to write to your rep, like. City County Councilors are another, you know, most of those, I mean, that's how I've made all my relationships, just going to neighborhood meetings, Um, Garfield Park neighborhood meeting, City County Councilors always there, or or Fountain Square, uh, Merchants meeting, you know, it's a great way to interact with folks like that going forward in the future just to have you know, a relationship with that person as a, as a small business owner, you know, and they're, they're real people. They usually live in the district mm-hmm. and they're, they're, you know, accessible. And if you can't get to someone else, you could always ask them to, mm-hmm. you know, um, get that yeah, information. Yeah, super along. local so, level. Yep. And maybe with the way things are shifting culturally that if you couldn't get to a community meeting, maybe it's going to go virtual and online and guess what? You can now, you know, so yep. maybe things will be more accessible, you know, coming up to where, People can maybe voice, voice, or at yeah. least be more in the in the know and get Definitely. that information. And then, and the chamber is taking a lot of initiative with that for having their response hub, like we talked about, um, for folks that normally wouldn't know where to go to to figure out how to do just basic things in response to this. Mm-hmm. Um, so they've they've been a huge help for us. I know from the get go of all of this kind of transpiring. I think the big Same thing here. to think about, you know, not not to put the, put the, 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 the more of a morbid spin on this here, but like people need to like stay positive. Like it, it's a, it's a rough time, but like, I think that, you know, you need to have a, a support network around you, interact with people. Don't, if the, the worst thing to do is just stop and kind of hibernate and like mm-hmm. get sedentary, you know, stay active, keep pushing, wake up every day. Like you were going to work and do your thing. Just do it from home or, you know, try to volunteer online for something or, just try to have some interaction through this. Um, and when it's finished, uh, I think we'll be fine. You know, I think that any, with, naturally with anything like this, some people get so down in the dumps and, you know, just, you know, I can't, I can't continue. And mm-hmm. I, you know, what am I going to do? And like, there's options out there for people um, that need, that need things and need help. And, you know, people like us that they should reach out to or mm-hmm. the chamber to reach out to, at least to start that process. Um, uh, kind of like we're go, we're, we're, we are kind of all in this together. So that the whole vibe of the neighborhood call to, to kind of circle back to that whole conversation was that, look, we're we're all here for each other, mm-hmm. right? Or that's that's number one. Mm-hmm. If we have this call and nothing comes out of it, we all just had a good chat for 30 minutes. I'm yeah. glad to see mm-hmm. you. Good to see you're doing okay. Mm-hmm. And th- to me, that's that's really important. I think right now. So um, just last kind of comment I wanted to add. Yeah, mm-hmm. community and coming together and. You know, helping each other out, but also help yourself, you know, like everyone's Mm -hmm. in a tailspin. Mm -hmm. So take, I will say, like, take a little bit of, you know, responsibility for yourself and like go online and figure out how to 
there's t- tons of resources on how to manage you know some of your stress some get some like their yoga classes all the studios are going online now you know look mm-hmm. into that meditation like chelsea said being out in nature there are studies on how important nature walks are i mean it's it's irrefutable information there but get crafty i mean get crafty do something work, creative fiverr i mean there's tons of people out of jobs yep. like if you were trying to get Fiverr. something done on fiverr right now mm-hmm. you're probably going to get a level of a person that you would have never seen yeah. before because you know that guy just needs to get some work done yeah. right and so if you draw draw something put it on etsy if you make a mm-hmm. something out of popsicle sticks do that and put it on you know whatever you can do I and mean, maybe nobody's gonna buy it but you're doing something everyone's at and you're home creating. online yeah. shopping right yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so just keep keep yourself occupied with something yeah. you know mm-hmm. don't 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 get um don't just sit there yeah and there are a lot of people out there that are watching and, and following each other and looking to see how they can support. Can you guys, um, jo- or Josh, we'll start with you. What local businesses are you um, really trying to support right now? Um, as many as I can. Um, pretty much everyone in our neighborhood, although it's hard to support because they're not open. Right. Um, mm-hmm. it's even even online. Mm-hmm. Um, Calvin Fletcher is still open. As, as of this morning, they were up in there. Couple times in the last couple days, <clears throat> yeah, just yeah. grabbing a coffee, mm-hmm. um, or a dugout pizza to go, or you know now I know Jay's uh, staying open. I'll come down and get my lunch here. Yep, um, even online businesses, you know, I've been trying to make small monetary donations to different other people's campaigns and mm-hmm. um, different bartenders and servers and stuff that I know that have, have been helpful to me over the years that have mm-hmm. got me out of jams and pinches and filled in last minute. I've you know, threw out 20 bucks to about 15 people this morning just because yep. I, I wanted to. Um, it makes a huge yeah. difference for those people that are. It might not be much. I'm just knowing from seeing the donations that we got, I'm just like, man, yeah, that was super nice. Like that person didn't have to do that. They don't, they're not getting anything for that. So I was like, I made it a point to just send them a note too. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, just kind of pay a forward vibe a little bit, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, those are all coming from me personally. Yeah. Um, obviously, everything for the business we're keeping in in house for the team, but. Yeah. You know, you got to spread it around a little bit. My outreach has kind of been the same. I, I really liked the Venmo list just yeah. because I, I know so many bartenders and, and patron their bars often. So I think I went through and I think I've donated probably 100 bucks just blindly. So what's that Venmo list? Um, that's a, so it's a, a growing Venmo list of local service industry folks at anywhere from you know, your local bar on the north side to your local bar down on the south side. Um, th- they're all listed by name and where they work. Um, some businesses have all their bartenders listed. Some, like Pure, I think there's only one bartender listed at this juncture. But, I mean, I'm sure that'll fill up mm-hmm. as time goes on. And they're on. sharing that with other people. And, yeah. I mean, this is, you know, Chelsea donating 100 bucks. I mean, she's in the same position they are, they are in. Mm-hmm. So there's a little bit of that spread it around, kind of yeah. pay it forward, good vibe of, like, man, it sucks for me right now. But... I feel really good about helping someone else That's awesome. right now. Maybe that might bring back, you know, good vibes to me and good luck mm-hmm. to me. You know, like, I don't know. Um, it just depends on how it makes you feel. But mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think there'll probably be a time when, you know, there's going to be people that need to have meals. And we'll be coming up with ideas of how we can, you know, yeah. uh, was one of the calls we had with uh, Pure today, too, is, you know, when this comes a situation where people are starting to get hungry, you know, let's figure out a way to feed them. Mm-hmm. You know, even if, I, if it starts with our staff and, and offer our staff, you know, if they can't get to the grocery or whatever, then we're going to figure out a way to feed them. And I don't know, just we're doing something, right? So, mm-hmm. well, people are going to need entertainment. So, yeah. we're looking forward to seeing the first high five show you guys can back. come up with. 
that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that looks like. <laughs> It'll be awesome. Josh, who, Josh say, yeah. hula hooping on stage <laughs> while drinking a delicious Sun King or Big Lug beer. This beer, this Big Lug is delicious. Yeah. Um, Quintana. Yeah. Really good. Um, you know, we're going to post links to, to all this stuff that we've talked about, mm-hmm. but we really appreciate you guys taking the time mm-hmm. and just getting to hear uh, what you all are going through. So people have a little bit more of an idea of what's happening in our, in our local community and with our local businesses and what you guys are doing and mobilizing, trying to uh, really keep, keep all of this going. And um, it's not all doom and gloom. Every, we're all in it together. And there is a lot of camaraderie that's kind mm-hmm. of breeding out of this. So I'd love to, even if anyone's listening that has ideas, that's collaboration or, man, have you guys thought about doing this? Like, let's do this. And maybe we could pair two local companies together. Yeah. Like some of our, some of our, our creative juices are a little bit stifled at the moment. So if there's someone out there that's listening that could, you know, has a great idea, like we want to hear it. Um, yeah. our People still need site, entertainment, so, yeah. you know, so um, definitely open to that and send us your, your thoughts to you guys. We want your feedback and what everyone else is thinking. We have a lot of, we're kind of music focused, but we like to keep on top of what's happening in Indianapolis as a whole. And, um, appreciate that Josh, you really are kind of funnel a lot down. You're a huge part of what's going on here in the city and what makes it great. And Chelsea, you kill it so much. Mm-hmm. Joy and I stand Chelsea we, so time. hard. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, we're Major glad to, to see you guys and, um, know that you're still here and still holding Fighting it a good still fight. Kicking. Yeah. Holding it down like, whoa. And <laughs> we're, uh, we'll share anything you guys have happening, but we should say something about the do do three one seven put together a really nice list of all the local mm. restaurants yeah. doing carry out. Oh, um, yes. So as long as that's active, yeah, go out. there. I think they're also formulating a page of support for different organizations or people that are in need, mm-hmm. uh, awesome. local businesses in need. But I, I know that that carry out page has been getting a lot of traffic. So if there's a, a business that's doing it that's not on there, you can email Aaron. He'll put you guys on right away and. We're, we're all kind of Aaron sharing is that. Aaron great, by the way. Shout yes. out to Aaron. He's fantastic. I talk to him a lot. Um, yeah, that's a good resource, and people need a central place to go to, like, find all that stuff. So we'll definitely link to that. Cool. All right, guys. We'll keep, keep in you. touch and keep checking on you guys, and we love everything you've done for us in the community. Awesome. And Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Appreciate so much. that. Much love to you guys. We'll keep up. We'll keep uh <laughs> we'll keep keep keeping on. <laughs> Thanks, Jay. You're welcome. Yes. My small tidbit. <laughs> okay, but yeah, seriously, thank you guys so much, and we'll we'll talk soon. Yeah. Goodbye. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> bye.